I just love being my own boss. I love the freedom to do what I want when I want. Welcome to another episode of Spotlight with Sophie Matthews. On today's podcast, Sophie's going to be talking to us about the explosion of the property market during the global pandemic and how she's really benefited from that. Tatchels, tell us a little bit about it, what you do. So we are an independent um, estate agent now. Um, We were in lettings and property management um, for the first four and a bit years, and we've recently gone into sales. Um, So we're located on Derby Road in Nottingham. We specialise in lettings, sales and property management. So you started off in lettings. Yeah. And... um, You've got your big customer base there. You've obviously like built up that part of your business, and then recently you've decided to venture forward into sales. Yeah. Was that like the natural way that you saw the business going by increasing the services that you were providing? Exactly that. Yeah, it was the natural next step to take um, to go into sales. Um, there's a lot of business um, out there at the minute. A lot of people wanting to sell their properties, especially with the stamp duty holiday. Um, so it just seemed like the right time. Um, we had been contacted by quite a few clients that were looking to put their properties on the market. We had mentioned um, at the start of 2020 that we were potentially going to launch sales. So did you hate it working with somebody else? Or did you like look at it and think, if I was doing this, I wouldn't do it like that? Yeah, exactly that. I think that um, when you're working for someone, you get to see um, the different ways of doing things and how you would potentially do it differently if you were in charge or if it was your business and you were making the decisions. Um, after five years, um, I decided that I did want to go alone and set up on my, my own business. So that's what I did. I took the plunge. Um, I quit my job in March 2016 and launched Tattershaws in towards the end of May, beginning of June 2016 and just went, went for it. And unfortunately for me, um, I'd grown a really good rapport with a lot of my clients um, where I worked before, and it was like a natural, they followed me. I didn't, I didn't have to, I didn't do any poaching, I'm quite proud of that, I didn't have to do anything like that. They contacted me, I'd always had my own personal phone um, that I'd use because I wasn't given a business phone, um, so they all had my number and they all contacted me and decided to follow me in my business. Amazing. And I, and I wonder, like myself, obviously we've got a young team here, and I wonder whether that we'll never have anybody old. Like whether I, because I just don't see how it would fit. Yeah, the, like dyna- the, the dynamic of the team. The dynamic of the team, but the dynamic of like the age portfolio as well. Like there is a massive difference between a 40-year-old and a 25-year-old now. Like, I think it's, it's so different for every industry. I mean, um, we've got, I think our youngest is 21 and our oldest is 46 or 47. But the the oldest one in the office is, she acts like the youngest, like not in a bad way, but she's fun. She's like, she's like we go out, we have a laugh, obviously, pre-COVID. Um, and she's like the mother hen of the office. But at the same time, like she relates on everyone's different level. And I, I actually really like that. And I like having her there because I feel that the team can talk to her if they don't feel t- comfortable talking to me. I don't know if that's the case, but I know that they do confide in her and have conversations maybe about personal personal things going on in their life rather than work. And it, it's nice to have that different dynamic. Um, what's like a setback that you've been through that you have overcome? And what did you learn about yourself going through that setback? 
I wouldn't, I don't look back in the last five years and think I've had setbacks. I think that um, it's small things that have had maybe a, potentially a big impact on me that would not have a big, big impact on someone else. Um, and when we first, so when I first went live on Right Move, so um, May or end of May, beginning of June 2016, um, I think I had like one or two properties on the market at this point. Um, clients didn't know where I'd gone. Um, hadn't notified anyone and I just went live and I remember sitting at my desk crying thinking what have I done like this is this is crazy the phone's not ringing I'd gone from an office that was the phone was ringing all the time we were booking and viewings we were constantly busy to just sat there thinking what have I done like this is like this is this is going to be horrendous and even now now we've recently gone into sales obviously it's not as busy as lettings because we're not known for sales yeah. and we're trying to let people know that we are in sales and i always think back to what you said to me about five years ago and think it will it will it will happen and every day that i think oh it's quiet we haven't had any instructions we'll then go out and we'll list five properties like we've got five properties going on the market for sale in the next couple of days so it, it's just I think I have to remind myself that I've got to be patient. So what would you what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned? Again, I think being patient. Um, not to expect everything that just to come so quickly. Um, I am very impatient as a person anyway. I want things to do it now. Like my house is upside down at the minute. I want it doing now. Like yeah. I want my decking doing now. I want everything doing now. Um, and it's just being patient and making sure that everything we do is the right way for the right reason. Um, yeah. And I think, like I said before, not to take things so personally. I still do to this day. I think that um, if someone has got um, a complaint regarding something, I take it so personally because I've worked so hard yeah. to have such a good reputation. Um and when someone's not happy, you can't help but take it personally. You've got to try and just take a step back and think, right, okay, this is not me personally, this is a business. But when you own a business, it's so hard to separate the two. Yeah, I agree. What's the best and worst part of a job? I would say the worst part is not being able to shut off. Um, and I think that's a good thing at the same time because it will help me grow the business to where I want it to be. Um, but you're constantly on your emails at night, doing work, on your laptop, taking calls at the weekend. And it's just a continuous graft. And I see that as a positive and a negative because your mental health suffers if you don't relax and you don't take the time out to just have a break from it because you're just constantly going and going and going. And I don't think you get the most from your business when you wear yourself down. Um, the positive, I mean, I just love being my own boss. I love the freedom to do what I want when I want. Um, I love the... Yeah, I, I, it's not like a power trip sort of thing. So I don't, me and my, my, the team and I, we don't run like that. It's, it's, we are a team. There's no hierarchy, even though there is, but it's not, it's not a visual hierarchy. Um, and yeah, just yeah, I love making the decisions. I love being able to reward my staff when it, when it's due, and and just doing all the fun stuff that you want to do with a team and your company, and and growing it the way you want to grow it. And yeah. Like I say, not power trip, but I like being in charge. Yeah, I, I, can, I can definitely relate yeah. to that. What advice do you think that, or what is the really the critical thing that you've learned in this time? It's probably going to be something different for everybody, but what do you think that your biggest takeaway has been from like COVID-19? Um, that I don't like working at home. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we... 
the team and I, we, um, yeah, we started working from home a few days before we went into national lockdown. Um, I think there was a lot of uncertainty in the office and um, the staff were get they were getting concerned as it was only normal, like there was a like pandemic on the horizon and no one knew what was going to happen. So we worked from home, we took all the screens, the laptops, everything, and we got set up. And for the first week, it was like a novelty. Oh, great, working from home, no, no getting stuck in traffic for 45 minutes in the morning, not on the way home, literally switch off at five and... Uh, go and have a beer that didn't happen but yeah um yeah so for the first week or so it was all right and then you start to get fed up because you're confined in four walls of your house and you're living working and doing everything from one one yeah from one house and it's just I didn't I did not like it and the team didn't like it either they liked being in the office having that camaraderie and yeah everyone was desperate to get back we didn't go straight back to the office um, I had to make sure that it was completely safe for them to go back and like everyone we had to do risk assessments make sure that the policies and procedure are in place to keep the team safe to obviously prevent any kind of spread of the virus um, so yeah, we had to do all that, and then we went back to the office kind of late June last year, and we've we've stayed in the office ever since. We've been really fortunate as an industry to continue working throughout. Um, we didn't have to furlough anyone. I think we furloughed one member of team for about a month or so because um, they were really new into the. They were new, um, but yeah, um, I think about anything like I said, I just didn't enjoy working from home. So it's quite hard when people ask, oh, how, how are you getting on because of the pandemic and whatnot? But as an industry, we haven't, like, it's thrived. It's boomed. Yeah, it's boomed. It's yeah, no stamp duty. Exactly. People yeah. realising where they live yeah. is shit. I mean. Yeah, and that's what spurred on the industry because people were working from home and thinking, hold on, I don't want to live here. I yeah. want a garden. I want to I want to be closer to the outdoor space. I don't want to be sat in a, a, in a one-bed flat with no access to green space. So that spurred on a lot of people either buying or renting. One of my favourite questions is, what would you what would you say to your teenage self? So growing up, um, I, well, even now, I'm not an academical person. I've just, I've never have been, never will be. Uh, I've worked really hard to get where I am, um, and I think um, when you're younger, that you don't see all the opportunity that's available to you. I think it's literally like be a doctor, be a policewoman, man, um, work in a shop, or be a solicitor. It's very like there's there's no there's no diversity. There's no there's no um, different roles. Like me being like an estate agent. I'm that like, I didn't think I'd own my own business so yeah. I, let alone obviously in what I'm doing now I thought it would be more in the social work kind of um, line of things um, so yeah I mean if I had to look at myself now as a teenager I think just don't sweat it just keep going and keep being a good person because people buy people at the end of the day like you were saying earlier it's not necessarily about experience anymore it's about who you are and what you're about as a person so thinking about when you started out, what's the one piece of advice that you would take from that and give to somebody else starting a company today or starting a state agency? There's a lesson to always be learnt in anything you do. I think um, in my industry, if you don't get instructed to sell a property or rent a property, take something away from it, learn how to do it better next time and don't take it to heart, which is so easy. It's easily done and just... Um, just keep going and, and keep learning. Like like we said earlier, every day is a school day. And I think that's so important. You can never have enough knowledge. Um, 
Yeah, and just don't sweat it. I think there's there's loads of things you could say to a new business owner, but I think that you're going to make mistakes along the way and you're just going to have to own them. Yeah. I would say, like, choose wisely who you take your advice from. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. So thinking about uh, your business and where how you're planning to, like, grow the business, so have you, like, picked... Have you picked a strategy? So what I mean by that is, is like, I've gone through quite a lot of life-changing stuff at the at present. And one of the things that I've like done to myself is like, go, right, why are you doing this? And what is in it for you? Have you got any, have you, have you planned it out like that? Are you, are you thinking yes about it Yes and like no. That? I think, um, I, I see in my head where I want to be and how I've got to get there and the, the, the plans we have in place to get, to grow the business. But, I just think sometimes it never goes to plan. And even though you might have like a base plan, I think sometimes it's just go with the flow and see what happens because things can surprise you all the time, good and bad things. And again, I think I get too caught up in a bit anal about, well, no, my plan says this, I should be doing this. And I, I, I make myself um, probably feel bad about myself if I don't reach a certain target or get to where I want to be. Like when I turned 30, like three years ago, I, I think I had a mini breakdown. I think turning 30 was like a massive thing. And in my head, I should have been here and I should have had this car and I should have been this size of my business and my business should have been doing this. And because I hadn't got to all those points that I wanted to get to, I just, I kind of felt like I'd failed at life. Like, and I just, I've always said since then, like, I look back when I turned 30, I think, oh my God, like, why was I so bad? But I was, and I've said to myself now, look, this is what we're going to do. And if we don't get there, then we'll look at why we haven't got there and we learn from it. And we and we just keep moving forward. And I think in the last five years, we were a complete startup. We, were, we didn't, I didn't start from anything. I didn't have anything. And yeah, we've, we've, we've not to be big headed, but we have done really well. And yeah, it's just about keeping ourselves on that right path, keep moving forward. So that completes this episode of Spotlight With. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe and we'll see you really soon for some more episodes.